Hi folks, I just wanted to talk about a few things I've been seeing on the internet lately. You may have seen that there's going to be a new mini-series on the FX network about the claims made by Gary Stewart, who claims that his father, Earl Van Best, was the Zodiac. Gary Stewart got a lot of attention a few years ago with the publication of his book, The Most Dangerous Animal of All. He also claims that there was some sort of cover-up in the San Francisco Police Department and that they were trying to conceal this link between his father and the Zodiac crimes because his mother had gone on to marry a man who worked for the San Francisco Police Department. And these kinds of conspiracy theories are very common. Of course, we've seen them with people like Dennis Kaufman and Steve Hodell and a lot of other people who claim that they have solved the case but can't provide any evidence to support those claims. So naturally, they gravitate towards this conspiracy claim, which sort of distracts people from the real issue. And it's very difficult for some people to recognize the fact that it's really kind of absurd to claim that you've solved the Zodiac case, but the police refuse to look at your evidence. If you had any evidence which was really that compelling, it wouldn't be difficult to convince the police that you were right. So when these people claim that the police refuse to look at their evidence, what they're really doing is highlighting the lack of evidence and the failure on their part to provide anything which is really that compelling. If all you have are a few little tidbits of trivia, you know, my father looked like the Zodiac, he lived in San Francisco, he was breathing at the time, it's very easy to make it seem like you've made some kind of a connection, but you have to have some real evidence to prove that your father or anybody else was the Zodiac. And if you don't have that evidence, of course you're not going to convince police, and you're not going to convince most people. So it's very interesting to see the producers of this new show claiming that the case could have been solved if it wasn't for the incompetence or the obsession or the corruption of some specific investigator. And I don't know who that's going to be, although I'm guessing it's probably going to be someone in the San Francisco Police Department. I was interviewed for this show, along with David Aranchak of ZodiacKillerCiphers.com. And now there's a summary posted online for episode four of this television series, which says that Gary Stewart is armed with DNA, which links his father to the Zodiac crimes. One has to wonder how that kind of big news would be released in a blurb for a television series that's going to air in a few weeks. If Gary Stewart had DNA evidence linking his father to the Zodiac crimes, that would mean the case has been solved, right? That raises the question. Where did the DNA in the Zodiac case come from that they used to compare to Gary Stewart's father? They would have to have Zodiac DNA to establish a link to Gary Stewart's father using DNA. That would seem to be big news, but you're not hearing about it anywhere else except for in this episode summary posted online. So I guess the idea is that we'll have to watch the show to find out, right? Another point that I wanted to bring up also concerns DNA evidence. One of the questions that I've seen popping up in various places like Facebook comments is the idea that people who've been critical of Robert Graysmith will somehow owe him an apology if Zodiac evidence somehow proves that Arthur Lee Allen was the Zodiac. If that were to happen, that would be great. I would love to see Arthur Lee Allen or anybody else named as the Zodiac with real evidence and the case being solved. 
and I don't care who the Zodiac turns out to be as long as he's identified and the case is solved. So I don't have any vested interest in Arthur Lee Allen being innocent or guilty. It doesn't matter to me. What matters is that if we're going to be accusing people, we should have some evidence to do it. And if people are making accusations about Arthur Lee Allen that are exaggerated or distorted or untrue, then we have to address that and we have to correct it. So it doesn't matter to me who the Zodiac turns out to be. At the same time, if Arthur Lee Allen is proven to be the Zodiac through DNA evidence or any other evidence, that would not have any effect on the overwhelming majority of criticism of Robert Graysmith. Many of the things in his books are untrue or exaggerated or distorted. And some of the things in his books only seem compelling by selective omission because he doesn't give you other information that might influence your conclusions. And that would be true even if I didn't exist. And if Arthur Lee Allen was proven to be the Zodiac, those criticisms would still be valid. You know, sometimes I've noticed that some people seem to think that I'm arguing that Arthur Lee Allen was innocent. And while I can understand how it comes across that way sometimes, the fact is that we can't really decide his guilt or innocence in any online conversation or debate. So I believe that what we need to focus on then is how we're talking about these issues. Are we talking about real, compelling evidence? Or are we talking about someone who exaggerates or distorts? Then we have to address that so people who are hoping to understand more about the case have some chance of separating fact from fiction. And if you're going to accuse Arthur Lee Allen, you should have some credible evidence. And if you don't, other people are going to point that out. I don't believe that any of the named suspects are likely to turn out to be the Zodiac. However, if any one of those people turned out to be the Zodiac, that would be a great day. It wouldn't matter who it was. If it was Arthur Lee Allen, it would still mean the end of the case. We would finally know the identity of the Zodiac, and that's what I want, and that's what I'm hoping will happen. So the identity of the Zodiac is not the issue. It's how we discuss various suspects. And I should point out that I've talked to a lot of the people who are involved in this case, and many of them will often point out that something in Robert Graysmith's books was not true. And often, they do so without any prompting whatsoever. So I'm not the only one who was critical of him over the years. Because if you've actually studied the case, if you've read the police reports, if you've read the FBI files, if you've been fortunate enough to talk to the people who are actually involved, you're going to look at Robert Graysmith's version of the story and immediately see many problems. So that has to be addressed. And it's not something that anybody should have to apologize for especially if Arthur Lee Allen was the Zodiac. Because the fact is, if Arthur Lee Allen was actually guilty of these crimes, then using falsehoods and exaggerations and distortions to accuse him detracts from the credible case that people are trying to use to argue that he was guilty. If you confuse people with a lot of nonsense and a lot of fiction, it detracts from the credibility of the argument that he was the Zodiac. When you put that kind of information out there, people see it and then they dismiss it because it's not true. And that may cast doubt on a lot of the other information that may be accurate. You know, it's been difficult sometimes 
to separate fact from fiction when it comes to Arthur Lee Allen because there's so much information out there. And you have to really look at the police reports and the FBI files and talk to people to find out what actually happened. You can't rely on Gray Smith and his books. If DNA evidence does prove that Arthur Lee Allen or any other suspect was the Zodiac, I'll be very happy to see this case finally solved. But we also have to point out that when you're talking about these people we referred to as suspects, people like Arthur Lee Allen and Larry Kane and Earl Van Best Jr., you know, write down 10 of those names. And right away, you'll notice something very important. Unless you believe in some sort of bizarre conspiracy theory where all these suspects were working together, you have to admit that at least nine of the people on that list were not the Zodiac, and probably all ten of them were not the Zodiac. Keeping that in mind, if and when the Zodiac case is actually solved, the people who will need to apologize are the people who have been accusing these suspects, usually without any credible evidence. And all of this is also related to another issue which seems to pop up every once in a while which is this claim that somehow people who have been studying this case for years don't want to see this case solved. Usually, you hear this from people who have come forth and made a claim that they've solved the Zodiac case, they've identified their particular suspect, and then they find out that people are not impressed with the so-called evidence they're using to accuse that individual. And then after they've been dismissed, they say, you don't really want to see the case solved. And that's a really ridiculous claim. I want to see this case solved. And if we can't have that, at the very least, it would be nice to know what actually happened to be able to separate fact from fiction. That's my concern. But it's really ridiculous to suggest that people don't want to see the case solved. There are certain people who have pet suspects, and some of them may not want to see someone else identified as the Zodiac. But the overwhelming majority of people I know and I've interacted with over the years, they want to see this case solved. So it's ridiculous for people to say that you don't want to see the case solved just because you're not impressed with their claims about their suspect. But that seems to be where this constant refrain comes from. And that's a variation on the cover-up excuse, too. That you don't want to see the case solved, the police don't want to see the case solved, so they won't listen to me. You know, none of it makes any sense. But just because someone has a suspect doesn't mean that they don't want to see the case solved. And I'm sure that other people involved in the so-called online community have heard some version or variation of that taunt. People saying, you don't want to see the case solved, or what are you going to do if some other suspect turns out to be the Zodiac? I think they want to see the case solved. I guess we'll just have to wait and see what happens. If the Zodiac case can teach you one thing, it's patience. If you have any questions or comments, send an email to contact at ZodiacKillerFacts.com Thanks for listening to Zodiac 
A to Z.